0: It's the True Penny Show, with your host, James True Penny. Hello, and welcome to the True Penny Show. My name's James True Penny. This is my show, and today we're back with New Japan Pro Wrestling, looking at the New, Road to New Japan Tour, in preparation for the g one Climax, and with yet another tournament. The 1, 2... Three, fourth tournament since the return after COVID 19 restrictions were lifted in Japan. Oh, fifth tournament, if you include the um, New Japan USA, which we looked at the other week. And uh, this, joining me today to discuss this tour is uh, Mr. Marcus Green of Ban Rouge, Louisiana. How are you doing, sir?
1: Doing good. Glad to be back.
0: I'm oh, always glad to have you back. Your Dorset tones always make my Sunday when we record this show, I have to say. Uh, Thank you, sir. It's okay. So, uh, if you didn't know, Sho and Yo had to vacate the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships after defending them once, I think, or maybe not at all, when Yo has had to go off with a torn ACL. Sho has obviously had a bit of a singles push this summer, but they couldn't wait any longer, and we had yet another tournament. After the New Japan Cup, the Never Openweight Six-Man vacated title, tournament the king of pro wrestling tournament and now the fourth, fourth oh sorry fifth because we had the U.S. the japan cup usa as well so this is the fifth tournament in less than three months or two months that they've managed to fit in before we get to the g1 and after the g1 you've got best of super juniors and then you've got best of super juniors tag league and then you've got world tag league so basically it's tournaments from now until Wrestle Kingdom,
1: said, <laughs> I guess doing uh, uh, WWE's pay-per-view strategy right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, Well, I mean, it makes things interesting, and you can tell some stories. We also have to talk about the Never Open, the first defense of the Never Open weight, Never Open Six Man Tag Team Championships, which happened at Currican Hall last week or yesterday, yes. actually. Uh, but let's start with the first night, which was at, well, the first night we're looking at, the tour went on for a couple of nights before that, but we're in Chiba, Japan at the Marakura Mesa International Conference Hall 3, um, 562 in attendance. The first opening match of the tournament was Mastawato and Raisuki Taguchi, and they defeated El Desperado and Yoshinubi Kanemura in 13 minutes and 26 seconds of a perfectly good match. Still don't know what to make of Mr. Watos' hair, though, and quite frankly, Raisuki Taguchi's new hand gesture terrifies me because it looks like he's about to interfere with somebody. Your yeah, th- Marcus,
1: <laughs> that tweet was uh, both hilarious and intimidating because I had yet to watch the show.
0: To-
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're just we're just gonna pray for uh, Taguchi. but um. <laughs>
0: I, I yeah. think to be honest with you, I think we should be praying for his wife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Nope. But uh yeah, like you said, a uh, perfectly solid match. I'm still getting used to uh zawado Um obviously used to uh to Gucci in, in these uh scenarios, but really interesting watching obviously the continued cohesion between uh you know, Kanamaru and, and El Desperado and uh interesting to see they take the the l here but um yeah it was it was uh it was an interesting effect because obviously you would look at that on paper and you would obviously i guess quickly say that the, you know coming and on this brought up a stronger team but you know uh wide on that you made an interesting mix here that kind of threw them off so that was
0: interesting yeah i mean it um It paid off the feud between Kanemaru and Wato, where he gets a pinfall back over Kanemaru after Wato's loss at uh, Summer Struggles main event. So it it continues that story because you know Kanemaru is the master, he master heel, and Wato is master Wato, basically, (laughs) which is a subtle indiscretion. But, he, I mean, Master is he's getting better, but I am slightly concerned that he he's taken a lot of pins since he uh, joined the main roster. And that worries me, because it feels like he's everywhere, but they've got no faith in him, which is a bit concerning for a rookie, I think. Mm. But, um, I don't know. It, again, the hair, just the hair. What's going on with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, anybody listening know we big proponents of hair
0: here, so. Oh yeah, you know. has I mean, has half the deal. Yeah, it's always good. <laughs> <laughs> so. I actually, Ian Riccaboni, um, actually retweeted one of my tweets about mullets today. So, so we are Ring of Honor approved mullet talkers now.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad we got approved by him and and not anybody with a with a bully in their name, so. <laughs>
0: yeah I mean the match itself was very good Taguchi and Wato are pretty solid as a team I'm guessing they haven't had much practice together but obviously yeah. Desperado and Kanamura are bulletproof they are a brilliant tag team together um, we're talking how the uh, Despy was talking on Twitter the other week about how we reckon him and Nobu could have machine guns they don't look that special quite frankly I think he's right, <laughs> but in the kayfabe world. Uh, next up was Los Ignorables de Hapon. Bushi and Hiro Takahashi defeated Bullet Club. Gedo and Taiji Ishimori in 20 minutes and 54 seconds. Bushi and, and Takahashi were a regular tag team before Takahashi's broken neck, so like two years ago. Then Shingo came in, took over the tag team with Bushi, and was the main focus of the the tag team efforts for Los Ignorables. And obviously, Takagi has moved up to heavyweight, so doesn't qualify for this championship anymore, and Heromo has taken back that spot. But I think Bushi and Takahashi are actually a better tag team than Shingo and, and Bushi were, to be honest with you, as a watchable entity. Not that Shingo is bad, but they seem to be smoother together. They work together better. It's a nicer tandem to watch, in my opinion anyway. Ghetto and Taji Ishimori, I I think Ghetto's still a viable player, but he shouldn't be anywhere near a main event in this day and age. And twenty minutes and fifty four seconds was quite long. What's your thoughts on this one, Marcus?
1: Yeah, I'm right behind you on that. Um obviously Takagi is a plus on in anybody's corner. Uh, but but from from the aesthetic of, with the mask and the regalia of, of you know, in classic LIJ fashion so you know, the execution in the ring, they just they just seem like you know the, the clear viable team that you put together and i think you get that you see that cohesion when they're obviously in the rain you know uh beautiful combinations uh stuff of that nature um as on the other side of things the boy, a time you always look like you end up pulling more weight than you probably should, should have to <laughs> what it's built yeah. for you literally built for it. Nothing against Gato, but like you said, he he shouldn't be necessarily anywhere near a main event. But you know, he does what he can. You know,
0: um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like it's Jado. Well, that would have be been absolutely dreadful. But yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, like I said, it definitely was an interesting, uh, interesting mix. And like I said, Gato is always going to be up to his uh, type of shenanigans, and, and, and Ishimo is going to have to, you know, uh, pick up a lot of that weight. But like the first match, it did at least make for an ins- uh, interesting match.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the technical show fest the previous match would be. And we're kind of moving towards what the absolute matches of the tournaments will be later in the week, as the two top ranked tag teams were, were saved till last night. Um, yeah, no, it, it was okay. I, th- I think the other it suffered a bit because Wato and Teguchi had gone on against Suzuki Goon first, and it was going to be better because yeah. <laughs> it just was. So yes. it was prob- they probably should have shifted it the other way around. So the next night on the sixth, it was 470 at uh, Masahi International Conference Hall, which does tend to suggest that nobody was burning to see Lij versus Master Waiko and Ritsuki Teguchi. And I'll be honest, I wasn't burning to see it either, but it was in the tournament, so there we are. First of the matches, though, was indeed Suzuki-gun, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemura. They defeated Bullet Club, Ghetto and Jedo Je- and Taiji Ishimori in 16 minutes and 48 seconds in a proper heel versus heel, who can out cheat each other match. <laughs> Yeah, moral boundaries, moral boundaries torn asunder as they they tried to just like out cheat one another and it was fun for that. I think it was actually probably a better matchup than the one with Lij for Bullet Club. What's your thoughts on this one, Marcus? Yeah, same.
1: It's always interesting uh, seeing uh, you know those tactics with these factions, seeing who can top each other in terms of uh, the, the sneaky heel type of deal. Um, but I think, like you said, Caminero is is the master of that, and then you know with him. Basically Helm and Desperado um under him it just it just creates something that, you know, I don't even think uh, Mike uh you know, can, can compete specifically
0: when he's outside spanking people. So, you know <laughs> he can do so much. Yeah, it, it it's it's it was a fun watch and I think Canamaro and Desperado are it's, at it's, best when they're kind of Dominant, and they were able to do that here. Ishimori has shown that he can pretty much do anything in professional wrestling and be really good at it. Like, yeah, Curtin Jerker on the UK tour, he'll do that fine. Main Avenger in the junior heavyweight division, he'll do that fine. So, doing this wasn't a particularly hard push for him. Do you like the new Predator gear, though. I do have to say that looks really cool.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Ty, yeah, Taiji's, uh, he always, he always, um, he's probably a little bit underrated. In in regards to what he does with uh like masks and stuff uh, of that nature, um, uh, but cool. I mean, of course, I mean when you in the same shows with Lij, you can understand, but <laughs> I just, just appreciate you know uh when guys like him kind of up the the you know the regalia aesthetic. So you know yeah, I definitely definitely into that uh that further mask.
0: Yeah, the trouble yeah. is, when, when your colours are black and white, there's not a lot you can do with that. <laughs> See, If they'd gone with the original aesthetic of red, black and white more often, they might have been more balanced out. But there you go. <laughs> uh, the main event of that night was LIJ. Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi, they defeated Mastawato and Raisuki Taguchi, putting uh, LIJ in the hot seat with four points, going against the Gucci's two. Suzuki Gun finally getting off the board with two by the end of the second night. 18 minutes and two seconds. It was actually a much better match, but I think it was possibly because Teguchi and Wato could be proper faces and LIJ were quite happy to be proper heels, and it worked really, really well. The thing is, LIJ have kind of taken the position of chaos about five or six years ago, where chaos were baby faces when wrestling Suzuki Gun and Bullet Club and heels when they were wrestling... Hontai, and now L.I.J., as Chaos have essentially officially become faces and work with Hontai all the time, that means L.I.J. have kind of taken the mantle of between us. So tonight, on this particular night, Bushi and Takahashi will work on full-on babyface, sorry, full-on heel, whereas the next night, they would be working babyface because Takahashi is massively popular, and actually so is Bushi. He's getting quite popular as well. So, but this one allowed them to be proper heels and a bare bit of heel work went into this. But I think the right winners in the match. What was your thoughts on this one? No, I'm
1: right with you. Uh, with you and Hiromi. I mean, like you said, that it uh, seemed like the proper pairing from, from every thing that you could write down about them on paper. Um And also, like you said, I think Watson and Gucci performed better here. also like you said, getting uh, more time and... uh playtime, if you will, under that belt, but Ushi and, and Takahashi are a more formidable team, both in execution and in, in the time that they've been tagging, um, even if you take out, like you said, that time when Takahashi was away, and uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing with L.I.J., that of make sense with the with the perception of the group, because they're so good, and they, they look so cool, um, that, that it's kind of just hard to deny, and you get that 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 family type of cohesion, obviously, you take out evil now, um. But I mean, you still got a got a lot of that, of course, led by the, the champion. It just uh, it's kind of just hard to deny the group. And when you got guys like Minoru still running around, uh, leading the faction of, of of assassins, it's it's kind of hard not to you know choose who you think are good and evil. And never know.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's interesting to see uh, what what they can come up with for um like the angles that they can produce when they're doing different things with different wrestlers and trying to switch up characters a little bit. And LIJ are really good at that. Bushy is a heel, he's a bit of a git, but he has a softer side to him. Fans love him for it, and they appeal to an awful wide range of people as well, I think. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So the next night we went back to where are we And find it chiba chiba we were in ibriaki i think uh do do oh, no, wrong one sorry we're looking up the cage match nights to make sure i get the right nights <laughs> so we've had the fifth we've had the sixth it was the ninth then yeah it was the ninth right. yeah so this was the third night of tournament action, which was featured um, the same two, three, four teams. Sorry, I'm kind of getting lost here. We were at the Sendai Sun Plaza Hall. We were in Sendai Girls territory, make Satomura's home attendance. And they only got 914. Unfortunately for them, it was socially distanced. But Sendai Girls actually pulled more, more people than them this last year. <laughs> <laughs> The last, last time Sendai girls wrestled there, they got more people in than New Japan Pro Wrestling. Just makes me smile. It's not really fair. I mean, they can't have as many people in. But, you know, it just just makes me smile. Anyway, where was we? So the 1st matchup was Bullet Club. They got their first two points and their last opportunity to by beating Master Wato and Raisuki Teguchi. when Ishimura pinned Wato in a thoroughly entertaining affair, mainly because... Um... Uh, Drosuke Teguchi had a wet towel he damped his towel down with mineral water to combat Gado using his belt which he had done liberally throughout the tournament and so essentially he was using a wet towel as a foreign object which was an interesting play on things other than that, entertaining and a sound wrestling match though nothing particularly spectacular what's your thoughts on this one? yeah, agreed
1: Uh, I I mean, it it was, I guess Cool to see Taguchi wisen up it Gato is always coming in that regard. Um but you know like you said, other than those shenanigans again, um that tend to just stay focused on what Taiji is doing in these scenarios and obviously like I said he got the pen on wato. So uh yeah, perfectly solid thing, but you know, by no means it's
0: this still any show. <laughs> No, <laughs> is the short answer to that question. It was perfectly serviceable for what it was. It does strike me as the point that I'm watching these matches and I'm going, why are we bothering? Why can't you just have, like, Desperado and Kanemura versus LIJ? Because those are the only two teams you've got that are worth watching. But we have to go through the motions, so we should. Anyway, the main event of that particular evening was Suzuki and El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanamura defeat Lij, Bushi, and Hiromo Takahashi. Now, if Suguchi and Wato had defeated Bullet Club, that would have meant they would have got through to the final, but they didn't. So we didn't have a three way dance for the final match, which would have been dreadful. So we got a straight up wrestling match. However, as a taster for the final, this was outstanding. These two teams. I'd watch them wrestle forever because these guys were really cooking. And it was an emotional, well-plotted match. And, it, I mean, you could accuse LIJ of taking their foot off the gas, which was kind of the story. They didn't need to try that hard because they'd already qualified when Toguchi and Wato lost their match. So they didn't have to worry if Suzuki-kun won or lost because they knew they'd be wrestling suzuki gun So they kind of took an off night not like trying to take it off like they were trying to win the match, but that's what cost them in the end because they weren't going hard enough. So they had an uphill struggle the following night in the final, which is a brilliant story to tell. And it worked really well. And I love these four wrestlers and they don't get enough. Well, Takahashi does, but I think this was really good. I just want to say it was just really good. I, I mean, there's the natural rivalry between Desperado and Takahashi is, is really there. Uh, Desperado feeling he doesn't get enough uh, respect from the fans and respect from other wrestlers because Takahashi is there, which is absolutely true and is therefore a great thing to build a storyline around. Because Despi does deserve more, but he doesn't get it because when Takahashi is there. He's just the bigger star and he came along at the wrong time, and that's the way things are. Um, and I'm sure Desperado in real life has no problem with that. Where in a wrestling world, it is a brilliant thing to build a story around. And they've had this ongoing love story for two or three years now. But we'll talk about that on the final. What's your thoughts on this one, Marcus?
1: Yeah, again, um, as usual, 100% agree with you. And then Desperado doesn't have to feel lonely in that regard because I, I I, would imagine that Bushi, uh can relate. Yeah. Uh, of course, I mean, but we, we constantly talk about that. That's that's like a it's a weird but good problem to have in L.I.J. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're obviously led by the head, you know, uh, King of Swag, Mr. Tranquilo himself, but, you know, um, and then you had those different dynamics with Sonata and Eve and whatnot. Then introducing Shingo into that kind of almost completely switched the dynamic because he's so captivating so fast that um, yeah, he almost yeah. like shot himself up to number two immediately. So, you know, kind of, and now with Evil out, you know, I was to seeing how Sonata fits himself in there. But like you said, her was just so, you know, captivating. I remember when I first saw him ring of honor I was like who's this little crazy looking redhead that's just going around going crazy (laughs) and then obviously he's he's just evolved so much from there so um yeah like I said I said that's an interesting problem to have but the uh chemistry between these four is it's amazing like you said that that uphill battle for night two really set the set the tone It's kind of I guess the the match narrative was flipped because I think they rounded Bushi in this match and you mm. know, just you know, uh, eagerly anticipate getting in, and then obviously we will see the the opposite there. But it's all it's always interesting seeing, just like I said, the cohesion between Canelo and Desperado, because while they are very uh, on par with each other, you do see Canelo naturally kind of taking a bit of that that leadership role in the matches, and it's setting the, setting the pace, and then letting Desperado uh, deliver it uh, from there. So um, yeah, getting these two matches back to back um was not uh some would call it whack because uh of you know like you said that the, the match
0: narrative and the chemistry please yeah for sure it 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 was it was the right pair to get to the final for and it was nice he kind of had this preview the night before what to expect as well it was good booking it was solid booking it was well put together yeah. um just shame they didn't have more teams to deal with it properly, but there you go. These the, you're short-handed, and that's it. Because the if I in my ideal world they would just have saved it till best of, um Super Juniors Tag League in just before the World Tag League, and then just given the belts to them. Then that would have been the obvious thing to do. But they wanted they had TV to fill. That's the thing, isn't it? When you don't have the TV, well, they do have a TV deal now but they're trying to show new stuff on New Japan World all the time, and you've got to create content, so tournaments fill that space nicely. Okay, we move on to the final, not the final night of this particular tour, but the biggest night of this particular tour. Currican Hall, 669 in attendance, and it had two main events. The double main event featured the Never Six man tag team title in a rematch from the tournament final of a month ago, and the match was when we discussed it and reviewed it between myself and darrow o'connor darrow o'connor called it his match of the year that's how good he thought that six-man tag team match was and i said it was the best six man tag team match i'd ever seen so mm. this had high hopes to going through and i have to say i think it matched it i think this was just as good i think it was a different story they were trying to tell but they were trying to cement ishii uh, Yoshihashi and Goto as the champs and give them some solid foundations to build the reign around. I think these guys are not dropping these belts for a long time and they're going to try and tell a good story with it rather than the hot potato that these titles have been for a long while. And Sho, Akada, and Yano were actually the perfect guys to do it with. Their own faction. It was faction versus faction. You very rarely get to see it. It was a sporting contest and you had the story of Ishii and Show. Winding each other up to the point of utter violence, without turning heel on one another, because they're mates, because they're faction mates, and it's their family. And they may have disagreements, but they always pick each other up and get going at the end. So that for me was really, really cool, and it just a really great match. Again, you, you know, like Goto is good, Ishii is phenomenal, Yoshihashi is really showing the promise he's shown for the last few years. Akadas is still the best wrestler in the world. I don't care what anyone says. I'm oh, sorry, male wrestler in the world. Sakamura is still the best wrestler in the world. Sho and Yano were just brilliant. This just works really well. Tori Yano coming in to make the save and be doing actual big match moments. Big match, Toru. Who'd have thunk it? This was absolutely amazing. I loved it to bits. What's your thoughts on this one, Marcus?
1: Yeah, this was my ma- match of the the this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we're gonna get to the the finals but this just this hit different and i didn't even see the first match but i you know um <laughs> shout out to that. um
0: <laughs>
1: um but yeah I could, I could understand 100% why the first one would have been a master year candidate and and, and certainly um uh, with you being the, the sixth man because i mean this 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 was very like beautifully executed and just looking at the chemistry like the yoshiashi ishii and go to you would think on paper like this is an odd pairing when you look at the history of all three men um put them together um and you you get a a really interesting combination there um that's that kind of modulates back and forth as as the matches progressing that while on the other side you got show yano and uh okada you got the obviously you got the the king being okada with the rising, you know, Young Bucket Show. And, and and Yano is just, uh, I mean, he's Yano is no another no way to say it. It's like um, having two strong fists that you, you know, you got to prep for, and then Yano's just this elbow that you just never, you never see coming. Um, it's not necessarily a sharp elbow, but it's an elbow that, that's that's a fair. <laughs> perfectly describes perfectly in his match, and I think the beauty with that is, like, he 100% knows his place. On that on that trio, um, and he executes there beautifully. Like he, you know, he was the the king of, you know, interrupting somebody's flow, hitting the ropes, or tripping them up. But like you said, making the saves, big would the a Um, uh, But I think the best part of this for me was it really just telling the whole story. The climax coming down the show, and showing you know, yo this rising young. I mean, what super junior to the to the um. Junior heavyweight, uh, um, yeah, you know, going against this undeniable super heavyweight and and seeing, you know, the, the, the rocky type of deal like, not how hard you hit, is how hard you can, you know, get hit and keep moving forward, which is, you know, every opponent's thing against Ishii. So, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it was just a beautiful thing to watch him just continue telling that story of like, can this kid actually beat Ishii? I mean, we've seen Ishii lose but it's always i mean that's how good he is like it's always yeah. like, like he's always the guy like no matter how many times you see somebody climb that mountain he's always like can this kid really get to the top against you know um you know tumble he Peak. but um
0: yeah just just beautifully
1: executed um,
0: and I, yeah, I, I, I agreed
1: these these six going round for round and and, and you know years to come
0: yeah, yeah, it just uh, outstanding. I I want to see, I've got to say an LIJ team, I'm guessing it would be Bushy, Shingo, and, and Sonata versus uh, Chaos would be outstanding to watch because you get Takagi versus Ishii again and you get Goto versus uh, Sonata, which would be interesting to watch. Um, and, of course, yeah, it just works. And I think these are the right guys to kind of give that title some polish. They've always kind of been the joke titles up until now, and that tournament wins really established them as something a bit more serious. And if there's one guy I trust to book a six man championship, it's Ghetto, because he had so much experience. The first serious six man titles were in war, and Ghetto and Jeddo uh, were part of that team, you know, that team no respect that, that dominated that division for a years on end before they we all went to FMW. Um, yeah, it, it was. It, it was really important to the, the growth of war as a company. And I hope it can be just as important to New Japan. And they can, they, New Japan's kind of taken on this mantle of looking after the defunct companies, if you see what I mean, the legacy of the defunct, if that makes sense. Like, yes. no one's really looking after what, like the legacy of what war did, except New Japan's six man titles. You know, guys who went through ten, the tenroo system like Ishii. Um, and they kind of look after a little bit of UWFI as well. When they had Sakuraba, there was a bit of UWFI enough there from Suzuki as well. And there was a little bit of, you know, they, they pick and choose moments of wrestling history to add into the story of New Japan Pro Wrestling and make people go, ooh, because they celebrate all forms of wrestling. Which is something I think WWE have tried to do, but doesn't look sincere doing it. Whereas New Japan do look sincere in recognizing the greatness of wrestlers. Even if it's from rival companies, they will go out. When we look at the way they present Shingo Takagi, he is a star. He has not been a star for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I doubt he would ever win the big one because he worked for Dragon Gate first. But they understand how important Shingo Takagi is to the history of Dragon Gate, and therefore to the history of Japanese professional wrestling.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I mean beautifully stated by you, of course. But you know, I think the difference when you look at that just the position between uh, New Japan does and what W W E tries to do is like New Japan does it in a way that that will always make sense both for uh, the storyline, the characters, uh, and the characters in that story. Um, I think Takagi is perfect. Do something. um, Like you say, it's kind of bad because, like, they're out of ideas. They they run something else into the ground. So something random come up. It's like, oh, they're doing such and such. Yeah, because they ran this other thing 100% to the ground, which could be good and could be still going. But you know, um, like I said, a lot of things more more, not less. You
0: know. Mm Mhm. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So let's move on to the main event of this particular evening, which was Suzuki gun successfully winning the vacant IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships from Los Ignorables Day upon Bushi and the Hiromu Takahashi, 17 minutes and 12 seconds, when Desperado got a pinfall over Hiroma Takahashi, which is really interesting for the future of the Junior Heavyweight division. Desperado has been in love with Hiroma Takahashi for a long while now. When Hiromo broke his neck, he was due to defend the IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Desperado. And Desperado said at the press conference, I'll always wait for you. And when they went into this match, Desperado had Hiromo written over his wrist tape. <laughs> I don't think it's the quite the love story of Dragon Lee or Ryu Lee, I should say, and Aroma Takahashi. But it certainly is a love story that has got a lot of uh, the fans' interested about their relationship. And there's only one way they they have requited love for each other, and that's got to be a singles match somewhere down the line, preferably for a championship. But neither of them have. Well, of course, Kanemaru and uh, Desperado have championships now. This match was outstanding. Marcus, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you told that backstory because I mean, like you said, it might not be Ryu Lee or aroma uh, or, or even, of course, my favorite. uh, um, and, again, God bless him because he, he's doing all he can right now. It's not Kushida of Romo either. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we pray for Kushida. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's not that, but it is, it is interesting. Like you say, again, New Japan constantly keeping keeping that cohesion together even over long periods of time. Like, did he, you know, this brother was in line to get the shot and, and the fact that he kind of is uh, obsessed with the Romo. In a, in a way, of course who not um, Even without Daryl, but you know, like, <laughs> continue to tell that story, and and was even beautiful. Here. I mean, it kind of reminds me, in some ways, of Sheeta um, in her role because it did get to a point where it's like, you know, like what what you know, what does this love, you know, where does that stop between like how much you admire this guy and and how much this guys in your way type of deal. Yeah, um, I mean he he made a very declarative statement in this match, like he put him down with like what two definitive angels wings. So, yeah, yeah, um, and 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 it was emphatic because you know this match was like like you said it, it was fantastic back back and forth, and then towards that right at that end it just switched. Um, with where, where, you know Kaminaru and and just went off, and you know he put the you nail know, in the. In the coffin if you will they definitively won this match yeah. question didn't come down to the why nobody you know he didn't you know just get his arm over after three or nothing like that no they definitively won and then obviously the attack afterwards uh, like you said with implications towards this battle now um going after them, even if he doesn't have that that strap so uh, it's is definitely going to be interesting what they do. But like you said these two want have these straps for as long as they want to yeah.
0: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that because they are they are fun to watch, yeah, for certain, and I arguably the best tag team in New Japan at the moment, certainly in Japan, <laughs> but we'll see what happens next, right. we are uh, that is our coverage of the new Japan road tour finished with. This was of course all in build up and promotion. G130, the 30th anniversary of the G1 Climax, which you will receive full coverage for on the Troopany show this year. Now, it will not be our usual do a show every couple of days coverage of the G1 Climax that we try and do, but just because we have jobs, or more to the point, I have a job, which means in September when this is running, I actually have to go to work, boo, hiss, rather than be at home and cut edit shows all day. So we can't do our federal coverage, but we're going to get some shows in. We're going to talk to some people. We're going to do a show a week like we always do and cover as much stuff as we can do. We will finalize things. But the actual G1 Climax will start next Sunday. Um, and that will be at, it says here, <laughs> where we might want, will be at... Uh, osaka prefectural gymnasium or as everyone knows it osaka joe hall the perfect place to start the g1 the final will be a ryogoku hall in Sumida, tokyo that will be sumo hall they are going to places they haven't been to for a long while world memorial hall in kobe uh hiroshima sun plaza they tend to go to that every year yokohama budokon that's the sumo hall in yokohama that will be interesting So there's big nights coming up planned. The first night on night one, the main event will be Kazuchika Okada and Kota Ibushi. Ooh. (laughs) Corking. Can't really complain about that, can you? As an opener. And on the final nights, the final night matches for Block A will be Shingo Takagi versus Minoru Suzuki. Lordy. (laughs) And Sonata versus Evil. Wow. <laughs> they were gonna be something special. Um, uh, but we have got these two blocks, so we're gonna discuss uh the block's entrances of each block and we'll have a chat about their chances. First one, block A. We're gonna start with Cotra Bushi. Marcus, what do you think of Kota's chances?
1: I think they're good. I mean look, this is his this kind of second chance, obviously what he won last year's. Yeah. And obviously he didn't things did not go his way in the dome. And um as much as I love the, the overall potential of the golden Aces, the fact that um I guess there was uh potential tease of him turning on the ace. Yeah, um, yeah. Kinda just shows that, you know, uh as great as he is in tags, he his his overall ambition is to be, you know, the guy. And like I mm-hmm. said, the city of Omega actually leaving was it finally allowed obushi uh, Bushi to to go after that spot untethered to anything so i think you know he might be even hungrier just just getting that close and not getting it then uh for the second time around so I, i'm looking for obushi for to uh make some stern strides here um uh, of course it's always hard to um precisely predict the t1 because the guys you bet on it's like you only one matches. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, but I am, I am looking for that that further to, to come back around for this time.
0: Okay, next up okay. Jeff Cobb. Um, had a good run last year, coming back through his second G1. Had a good run in the World Tag League last year as well. Can't see him winning the whole thing, but I think he'll have some great matches, specifically with Suzuki, and definitely with Ishii. Those are going to be barnstormers. What's your thoughts on Jeff Cobb's chances?
1: Yeah, I'm looking for him to do some good stuff. Not, I, I, uh, you know, if you told me he was going to win it, I'd look at you stupid. Even as I'm watching him win it, but <laughs> but you know, and I'm certainly not looking forward to him and, and the guy with you know the T name guy. But
0: uh,
1: <laughs> looking for him, I mean, come on, he, he's uh, he's the proverbial, uh, and, and this is. The the degrees of separation here are interesting, but it's by no means uh, a shot at him. He is now the mountain in this in these scenarios where he's kind of the elk and he's the person to get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, so um, yeah, he's, he's just he definitely go provide some interesting effects.
0: Okay, next up on the list is perennial IWGP Heavyweight Champion challenger, the man everyone talks about, in New Japan Kazuchika Okada of Chaos. 2012, sorry, 2015, I think, was his last win. Kevin Kelly pointed out he may be due. He has no championship. He is not in the title picture for anything, but he takes the G1 more seriously than anything else. He has debuted new moves this year. He usually saves them for the G1. So could he come up with something special to try and take it all at Sumo Hall? I'm not sure. I don't know. I predict him to win every year. And I've all not got it right since we started doing this. <laughs> but I think this one could actually be his year to take another championship. What's your thoughts on this one, Marcus?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he's a dog horse this year. Like, the, you know, calling Okada at this point a dog horse. Um, but <laughs> I, I think he is just because of the overall narrative. Like, he really... Like you say, you got the you know the, the longest reign, and obviously you know historical reign that will always be remembered. But once he got knocked off that perch, you know the journey he's been on since has been interesting. Obviously, he had his uh his balloon affairs, which I'm glad we passed. But um, uh, yeah, it's been interesting seeing all the things he's been doing. We've slowly seen him got you know get back to that that rainmaker thing, and, and maybe that was the best seeing him take a longer road to get there. Uh, but I I'm Kelly, I think he may be, you know, do, You know, just going yeah. to just still be seeing who can, can knock him off because he's also in the block with, you know, uh, the perennial spoiler of all spoilers. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, with a certain guy we're going to get to. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking for you, – you never look for, you know,
0: uh, Okada, you know, to, to get bumped out early. So. No, no, he's going to be there on the last night, if nothing else. The man who will undoubtedly produce the best matches of the tournament, Tomohiro Ishii, because he always does. Ishii is just hes just phenomenal. He's hes like, what, 43? Just have, pulls five-star matches off the sole of his boots on a regular basis. Still doing it. He's got some fun people to work with this time around. I don't think he'll win the block. I think he might be there on the final. He might even make it to the final. I, think, I don't think he wins the tournament. But could you imagine say Zack Sabre Jr. versus Ishii as a final? That's a believable final. Or Tetsuya Naito versus NATO versus Ishii. That would be an amazing final. So I can see him winning the final. I can't see him winning the old tournament. He's not the guy you want main event in the Tokyo Dome. But I yeah. yeah He's but do phenomenal stuff.
1: Yeah, but he is the guy that I, I want to see matched up with before they go to the Tokyo Dome, which is uh which is an interesting spot to be in. Like Come on! I, I guess never saw a Ishii match I didn't uh, like. Uh, no, I, walked no. away, I walked away limping from <laughs> instances uh, of phantom pains. Uh, but um, you know, and, and look at this block. I mean, how can you? I mean, obviously there's one bad match you can have. But um,
0: <laughs>
1: but but this, this block is 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 uh it's prime. For, for class, and this is just Block A, so that you know this is a um a, a beautiful scenario for for Ishii.
0: We will see. Definitely, we will see. Next up, well, well, yes, I suppose he had to be. Um, <laughs> will Ospreay is cl- clearly proving that New Japan Pro Wrestling are absolutely tone deaf to the speaking out movement. Um, Or as I deployed, I did come up with a list of alternative names for the G1, honest honest names for the G1, um, to which I described him as uh, endless void of insincerity. Uh, He's a good wrestler. He will probably have great matches. I have no interest in watching him do anything. Your thoughts, Marcus?
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is is a sticky wicket if I ever saw one because, you know, obviously he had one of the best runs we've seen in years.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Before this whole thing, uh, came all like, it's really been cool to see, you know, him really transition and it kind of hone that, you know, okay, this kid's gonna end his career early, or some stuff he's doing, he's honed that. And and with his time off, he's even honed his body in a way. And then you get this and you would imagine before, you know, you know, the obviously speaking out movement, you know, hit him, that he was priming himself to, to, you know, either be 100% to stand out, if not the winner of this whole thing, um, even prime by New Japan. But now it's like, yeah, it's it's 100% a toss up. Like if you tell me like him or Ishii, I'm like, no, I can 100% see Ishii in the main event. Like it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just got to, I mean, you know, it's it's the, it's just the side of the times, man. You know, you've got to, like you said, you can't be tone deaf right now. You know, whether people are exhausted with how things are going, uh, yeah. on, you know, yeah. and if, in that regard, you just you, you kind of got to go with, what you know, and, and as great as Will is, you know, uh, I guess the great thing with this potential problem is he's in such a standout block that you could you could bump him off and, and not be like, well, I mean, he was Will Osprey in the Sea of Gatos. No,
0: he wasn't, <laughs> <He's> not, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. yeah this is it and it's like he didn't have a great reputation when he started yeah. having a massive public row with Sadie Gibbs who went home from a stardom tour because her granddad died probably didn't endear him to a lot of people the Pollyanna stuff loads of people knew about before now this is like this isn't like it's a new thing that came up everyone knew he was a jerk Um and we probably have given him a bit of an easy ride on the Troopany show uh, to an extent And he is a very talented wrestler. Yeah. He's not a nice human being. And I mean, yes, New Japan have a lot invested in him. But it does just make me sad because this is my favorite wrestling promotion. And they don't pay attention to this stuff. There are other people as well who I'm not keen on because of this stuff. And it's like you do wonder. It's something I expect better. From a company that kind of prides itself on its
1: corporate image. Do you see what I mean? No, one hundred percent. And I think yeah. it's because they, you know, execute the sport that you love so well, so consistently. You know, yeah. and especially with this this this, this talent Ross I mean we look, we any long time listeners know we said the same thing when Elgin was there. Yeah, we did. And anybody else, and it's it's funny the way we rag on Tide to you would think he would be tied to the to the <laughs> but uh th- that's not the case but it's like it's it's look like you know this this kind of stuff has gone on long enough and if you you know watch this and you can can look past that and separate it and god bless you you know because the, the g1 yeah. m- most things is the one guarantee consistently that you can look to you know uh yearly but you know this mm. is just just kind of how we are here so you know he's there we're going to see what he's going to do you know
0: yep yeah. Next up, a far more wholesome individual, Shingo Takagi in his second G1. I'm looking forward to Shingo, I have to say. He does bring it, doesn't he? He is an interesting individual who I want to see wrestle at least seven guys in this, this block. So, yeah, it's going to be – I think he's going to be ace. I think he's going to work well, and I'm looking forward to some Shingo. What about you, Marcus? Yeah, I mean, you know, just uh, – like I said, I mean, uh, the first time I saw
1: Shingo, I was like, wow, who the freak is this guy? Because I like already, because I like him already. I like him already. Um, yeah, I mean, but behind somebody like Ishii, who to me like is just guaranteed. I mean, you throw a mop in there with it, and it's a you know, it's a classic. Um, the first chop he would break it, because going back these matches on uh, in the in these tags, like he was hitting show with like chop forearms. Yeah, yeah, so that hurt. But um, yeah, I mean, Shingo is that guy. That he Know, with him as the never openweight champion, you know, you think he would be prime, you know, um, you know, to kind of go far. And being a never champion, the guy is usually built for this type of terrain, if you will, know, specifically in a block like this. Guess, like, this is really a great time for Shingo to show and prove, even more so. Um, you know, now I've seen somebody, about like if he kind of wins the block, it seems like a hope achievement. I don't know about that. You know, because Shingo, like you said, he's that guy that. May not, you know, like you said, because his history be the guy, but I don't think, like, if he gets to that point where he's almost a guy, I don't know if people would be mad at
0: him because he is, you know, that good. Yeah, he's he's just great. And I love watching him wrestle. Now, speaking of the never openweight champion, the current never openweight champion, Minoru Suzuki did relieve Shingo Tsukagi of the belt at Summer uh, Struggle a couple of weeks ago. And the king of pro wrestling is back in the G1. And I assume quite a bit happier than he was last year, because last year he was pissed that he didn't make it into the G1 and destroyed Kazuchi Kurakada for uh, because of it. So I'm sure things are gonna be a bit safer this year, but he's got a lot of things to a lot of people he's gonna do horrible stuff to over the next three weeks. And it's the reason why he lives. His his, his favorite thing in the world. Is getting beaten is beating people up, and his second favourite thing is getting beaten up. So in pro wrestling, it's his joy, it's his love, it's his great passion to beat the living hell out of everyone he comes across. And this is gonna this new matchups for him, because he had the year off. Suzuki versus Ibushi, Suzuki versus Cobb, Suzuki versus Akada. Again, we haven't had that for a year. Ishii versus Suzuki, we haven't had that for 18 months. Uh, Takagi versus Suzuki, a rematch from the thriller that they had at Summer Struggle. Tai Chi versus Suzuki, we've never seen that before. Jay White versus Minoru Suzuki, oh, that is going to be amazing. (laughs) And Yujiro is going to get murdered.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Peter, get the ice hot and the ice ready.
0: Uh, (laughs) What do you think about Minoru's chances?
1: Me, like, look, if, if, Nothing else. If is guaranteed to, you know, put on the classes, Manoa is is guaranteed to, you know, almost kill somebody going into the next block. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that narrative is like it was like, uh so Manoa Suzuki was pissed. I'm like, okay, that <laughs> oh, there was a reason. <laughs> <had> a re- <laughs>
0: that's, that's that's okay. That's
1: that's even more terrifying. Oh, uh, so. He, he, him being in the thing. I mean it's it's you know, it's, it's great in that yeah. Uh him being in that it's
0: just it's great great to see. Yeah, definitely. Um also next from Suzuki Goon was Tai Chi. Tai Chi um has improved a lot as a single wrestler this year. I actually watched some gifs of him doing junior heavyweight stuff from back in the day when him and um Oh, Takamichi Noku were tag team champions in the junior heavyweight division, and they were wrestling. I think it was Time Splitters, and it was like, "Oh, he looks so small." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tai Chi. Right, I don't. I still hate him because he's Tai Chi, and he can indeed go home. However, yeah. his matches are slightly more watchable, and I'm not annoyed about having to watch nine of them in a row. He's not getting to the final, but yeah. Um, it's not as creep-inducing as it used to be. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right about
1: that. I mean, look, we always give credit where credit is due, and then obviously, you know, uh, crap on the people that that deserve it. But you know, type of <laughs> it's, it's an interesting relationship because, like, the officer, I just, I, I just strongly dislike his face. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> since in general, but barring that. <laughs> You know, or getting to his technical ability when the shenanigans aren't there, when he doesn't have a mic and all that 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 crap, he can actually go when he's motivated. You know, in a lot of ways, it kind of reminds me of somebody like Orton. when he's motivated, he can go. And against somebody yeah. like G yeah. or a, a, a Coda, or anybody in this block, really, maybe you know, barring you know, U-Gero. Uh we love Ujirro. You know what it is. Um, you know, he can he can put on a uh, uh, you know some some crack in the back right in the fast, you know, like I said, I don't sit on the seat, but, you know, he, he does have the space, and like you said, he has improved. I think uh, we've seen that over time when he's been put in the high pressure positions,
0: specifically when goals, and been there. We, we've kind of seen him turn that up, so it'll be interesting to see him. Yeah, it will be. We'll see what happens. Next up, Jay White makes his return. I don't know if i will go into the country because he's been to New Zealand and the States. How the hell did they get him in there? He must be quarantining now. I can't imagine Jay White. I mean, well, all of the people who've come from America, so that's Ibushi, well, all the Cajuns basically, will have had to spend 14 days in isolation. I yeah. can't imagine a guy like Jay White sat in a hotel room for 14 days, twiddling his thumbs, can you? They must be doing, or else they won't let him wrestle. But just, just the entire thought process of here is the biggest wrestling, one of the biggest wrestling stars in the world. Having to sit in a hotel, a hotel at Tokyo Airport, going
1: <laughs> for fourteen yeah. days. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we asked Juice what he's doing, but like he's just counting the four in the dark, for fourteen days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Juice, but uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna be great to see Jay back. Um, like I say he's the he's the the ultimate spoiler in any scenario. I would imagine he's kind of been itching to get back into the type of action like this, and this is the perfect foray for him to uh. You know dip his toes back into the thing and he's another one to to look out for because like okada being out the world title scene um you know for too long you know you can't imagine i can't imagine jay white playing an important role in any scenario because of you know the run he's had you know if he's not been ruining somebody's quest or not he's been the guy that's been on top so him to be an odd man out now it feels weird. I mean it it helps that a pandemic is part of it. But yeah you know uh to me he's always the, the you know the guy to look out for. Because even when he's losing there's some type of um uh, imaginations going on. So you know
0: Yeah, I mean see so we'll see what he comes up with. And I think it will be fantastic. And I'm looking forward to him versus a bushy. Him versus a is always a stormer. I'd like to see Jay White and Hichingo Takagi. I think that'll be really interesting. But Minoru Suzuki versus Jay White. The current King of the Heels versus the actual king, That's going to be something special. As we're down block A, yeah. Blockade, we have Yujiro Takahashi. Poor old Yujiro. First time in the G1 in about five years. Really, I've got a feeling he doesn't know what he's going to be doing there. He's just kind of just going to wander in like a beer in headlights and see where it's in. I, he was going to have to main event one of these shows and i can't remember the last time you drove the main event of anything to be honest with you bless his cotton socks oh he's going to get murdered every night i think he's going to pick up one win it will pick it'll pick, it'll pick up the, the the tens or it might just lose everything actually thinking about these guys there's no way he can sneak it might sneak a win over tai chi just by Ye- cheating but think that's all he's going to manage but that's block a what's your thoughts on you chances
1: I'll try to like in my mind we started talking about like, you know what, just give him the Yano run in this thing. And I'm like (laughs) Then I just look back at the block and like, you know what? No, he can't. He
0: can't he
1: can't give No nights off in this. Like even against Tai Chi, like you say you might get a win against Tai Chi, but even even still it's like after that, you're not going to remember him getting to win because he's got to go against freaking Shingo and Gota and Ishii. And we haven't even got the menorah before that. It's Jeff. It's like, man, that's uh got the short end of the stick, didn't you?
0: Okay. Yeah. He might give up injured after halfway through. <laughs> okay, then we'll move on to block B. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Will be the first one this. I uh, I don't know. I honestly, it's the first time of the G one where I like every year I go. Yeah, he's got a good chance of winning the block, but no, I just don't know. I don't think he can. I don't think it's the story they've been trying to tell with Tanahashi this year, and I think he's going to do all right. But I think he loses in the final match, and that's that's his that's his run.
1: Yeah, do, do, does he have any? I would always feel like he will, But Does he have any
0: major lingering injuries coming into this? Everything, <laughs> knees, legs, arms, neck, yeah. is the usual, yeah. I
1: used to hear his shoulders, knees, and toes. Um, with the with the ace, but you know you'll never.
0: Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, nothing serious like surgery awaiting kind of injury. You no. Know?
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, I mean, you know, I think Tanahashi obviously he's the ace. He's always gonna be the ace. He's gonna play that guy like a um Ishii. He's just so consistent, but uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he gets it. And uh, Zach is in there. I would imagine he will be looking to quickly get back to the top after the 40, 48 days. I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, but you, you got some guys in, in this, this particular block as well. Just you cannot sleep on. You know. So no. I, hope, I, I just hope nobody tries to further mess him up because I think was it the last team, one of them. He was just. He was practically just done. And, you know, being in the block with really Saber does doesn't hold well for anybody. I don't take
0: a Yeah. Yeah. No, I, did, I think he's got, I, I think he's he's looking relatively fit. I mean, they did have the big run with Zach and Chi for the tag team tiles, him and Ibushi. And the storyline was that Takahashi wasn't making great decisions, wasn't protecting his body, was a liability to Ibushi. So I'm hoping they've kind of got through that. We can move on to a new story and see where he's going to go. Yeah. Next up, Juice Robinson. First time back in the Japan since last year. I uh, didn't. Well, World Tag League uh, lost the tag team titles to with in, with Dave Finley to uh, God in March. That was the last. but well, that was in Florida. It wasn't in Japan. So the last matches they would have had in Japan were I think with New Beginnings when they defended the tag belts. Um, wow. Yeah, so he's been off with injury. He wasn't part of the US strong style shows. Uh, fully recovered now. Again, will be sat self isolating in room somewhere in Tokyo. I just, I just get the idea of Juice Robinson in a hotel room for 14 days. God, he must be bouncing off the walls. Anyway, <laughs> what's your thoughts on Juice? I think Juice is going to do all right. I think he's going to have like eleven point one. He'll get into double figures. I don't think he's going to tear trees up. Um. But yeah, I think he's gonna be fine. What's your thoughts on
1: Juice? Same, same. I'll always cheer for Juice. Um, you know, uh, and if nothing else, he always made me turn my head. Um, specifically with his outfit choices. So, um, you know, like I said, always root for Juice, and, and he always does some good stuff. he's also good seeing him at a hundred percent. Not always, you know something we've been able to see him at you know he's always been a proverbial underdog in that regard so um it's going to be good seeing him back um and also i would imagine he's going to be just going, going like you said bouncing off the walls uh, when it comes to these matches out there, you know with the
0: quarantine but you know you got to, you got to take the crooked with the face in this scenario so. <laughs> Okay, next up is your man, Hiroki Goto. Uh, I think he'll do okay. I think i seen getting more than eight points, though. What are your thoughts on t- Hiroki Goto?
1: Yeah, right about the same. I mean, well, you know, uh, the last time we've seen I, I, like, I doubt we'll ever get, you know, Goto uh, in the scenario like he was with Kenny Omega back in, what, what was that, 2014? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But, you know, he always does solid. Um, and it, it, like I said, even, you know, at least at the end of the day, he's with a cracking. Uh, team and he's a he's a champion. So, you know, even you know not going out here, he's he will still hit, hold his head up high. And the fact that he's guessing squaring out on the first
0: night with Kenta thoroughly looking
1: forward to that. So,
0: you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. like you say he'll do fine. Of course everyone's favorite for block beat your Tarano. 14 <laughs> points I, I think obviously I think well, nine matches, he can get eighteen points. I think sixteen is is looking good this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I think he I think he was kind of like when he got twelve points last year with a win over John Moxley. I believe John Moxley owes him an AEW and IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship shot slot, as he's the only guy who's beaten him since he left WWE. I believe. Um, I think Toriano deserves more, and I think he'd be a great pick for the Tokyo Dome event myself. Not everyone would agree with me. And, <laughs>
1: following the current New Japan narrative, he would have a shot for both of those belts at once.
0: Yes, this is true. Two belts, Johnny, should cough them up. Should he not? Absolutely. And of course, in New Japan, belts change hands on a count-out. <laughs> <laughs> See? I also, all. I take is a good roll of duct tape, and Moxley's done anyway. <laughs> Yoshihashi is up next. He's had a very, very good year by Yoshihashi standards. <laughs> when I came up with my name for alternate alternate names of wrestlers and the, 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 the honest names of wrestlers, Yoshihashi got the name Yoshihashi because um, he's Yoshihashi. Honest as the days long, I think eight points. I think he'll not embarrass himself.
1: Yeah, same. He's always somebody that, that that'll that'll surprise you. It's it's funny because like the whole narrative of like, like you don't want to sleep on y- Yoshiashi, but you know, like the, the, the previous narrative was like, yeah, but he'll sleep on himself and he'll, you know, <laughs> on <you know, laughs> himself. But I think he, you know, um, you know, there's reinvigoration that comes with being a champion, and he's always been a guy that, you know, uh, looks to be actively be. uh improving himself, even if it's been stacked at times. I think, uh, like you said, he'll do fine. He might even do better than go, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they've put all this time and effort into getting him over. It's a shame to waste it, to be fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, another hot favorite for the tournament would be Tetsuya Nato, the current double champion, IWGP heavyweight, and intercontinental champion. I don't see him winning it just because that's not what they do. However, he would have a corking final with the Carter but, Yeah. yeah, I'd, uh, I don't know. If you've got the big name out one block, you kind of want a slightly lesser name to have a great match out of the other block. And I would have loved to see a NATO-Ishii final. That would be amazing. But I have a feeling Okada's due. So I can't say NATO versus the Carter; They have to keep that separate. So... Akada versus nato at wrestle kingdom is the money match isn't it that's the that's the one everybody wants to see they held it off last year they didn't really announce it everyone kind of knew it would be that but it wasn't the like obvious thing to do from the way they booked it so nato versus Akada as a proper main event match at the tokyo dome that's going to be outstanding so i don't see nato winning the tournament so therefore i don't see him winning the block i see him Losing out on the final night to uh, we'll take your pick. Tanahashi could win it, but I doubt it because he's had too many wins at it. Sanada, so Zack Saber Jr., Kenta, Evil, any of them four I see is winning the tournament winning that block. The because they either Okada or Jay White from the other block in the final. That for me would be the thing. Now i kind of now we've kind of bashed this out and talked it through. So I can't yeah. see Naked winning this block, to be honest with you yeah it's
1: always interesting i mean i've had to acclimate myself in that in that regard to see the actual champion participating in a tournament that he's basically the end goal of anyway yeah Um, but you know in that regard like like you said he could uh, you know uh play spoiler in a lot of ways you know even though he you know accepts all challenges um and obviously he's going to run back into a very familiar face but he will be uh specifically Uh, and, and all over the place, Kenta with his probation. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting seeing exactly how that how that kind of rolls up. But, if, you know, nothing else. You're not going to get the champion and just win two matches. So been
0: yeah, I think that's his issue. But we'll see. Next up was Sonata. I could see him winning the block and I can see him getting six points. He's done nothing for me this year, which is really horrible because he's had some great matches. But, he doesn't seem to have a point to him at the minute. It's
1: funny. It feels like he's in the spot, equal, basically, but you know, turned on the final to get
0: out of. Yeah. Um.
1: He's lost I- his. Tag
0: team. He's lost his tag team partner. He's had no significant singles wins. His tournaments have gone nowhere. The New Japan Cup he didn't do great. Guns in. So it, it just seems to be drifting, and I don't know why. Yeah, and and anybody that that you know,
1: long time listener, we're huge Sonata fans here. Um, yeah. but, you know, uh for and obviously he, he had a great run with evil and then, you know, he's been in championship scenarios and gotten some great wins and whatnot, but he's 'cause for a long time now he seemed like he was always that guy that was just about to break through, just about to break through and now it seems like that's we're kinda of past that point now, so he's just drifting I don't I wouldn't want to see him pull a evil and then just you know pop in the bullet club because that seems like just the thing to do yeah at at the same time i don't necessarily know what's that what's the thing to kind of get him out of the slump you know because you know he's just like you said he's stuck in place he's not a guy that's gonna stink up the joint by any means he's sonata but something kind of
0: you know there has to be a next thing i just i don't know that, that that ingredient yeah, agreed. He's just got to go do something different or try something different or just do something with him. <laughs> it just, it's just sad to see. They spent all that time building him up last year with those wins over and They wrestled like five times in a year. Yeah. And they had the big tag team feud with Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. and everything was brilliant. And then nothing. Well, too many toys to play with, I guess, is the issue. Zach Sabre, Junior, a man not in the same position. He's had a good year. Him and Tai Chi have been... Dangerous Techers have been tag team champions a couple of times. They've worked very, very hard. They look like the team to beat. Can't wait for G.O.D. to get back to Japan so they can have a blow-off to that series. Can't wait for Dave Finley and Juice Robinson Finn Juice, to have another crack at them as well. They've made the tag team division interesting, along with the help of those two teams and Golden Ace. And yeah, I don't see him doing too badly in this tournament. Last year's downhill slide narrative, I don't think it'll occur again. I think he's going to come out quite close to the top. But again, I think he'd make a great finalist against either J.Y. or Okada. And I think that would be the ideal person for in the final, if you want an interesting and different narrative. But I don't think he win the whole, wins the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: like you say, he's been doing some phenomenal stuff tag-wise and, and like the concept of him running into uh Naito is is, is interesting um but yeah I mean again he's Star Wars, and you know you're going to get a cracking match um and even if he loses his opponent would like to be injured coming out of it um so that's uh mm-hmm. that's gonna be uh interesting thing to see exactly where he ends up but yeah
0: Zach is you know, he he's almost integral to this tournament. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Because, you know right. He's, he's a big feature of it. Matches of Zach, uh, Zach Slaver Jr. are always crockers. And that's the thing to watch. I mean, he hasn't done particularly well out of the speaking out movement by simply not saying anything at all. Though, equally, what is there to say some of his best mates have been outed as incredibly horrible people? And to be fair, he might incriminate himself. But equally, he probably should just come out and say something about it rather than ignoring everything. But that's that's for him, not for for us. But anyway, let's move on. Kenta, Bullet Club's Kenta, up and down year. uh, From destroying Tetsuya Nato at Wrestle Kingdom and spoiling his big moment to winning the New Japan US Cup. Hasn't wrestled John Moxley yet. Kind of got stuff going on. We're on the other side of the Pacific. Not necessarily in Japan, where he doesn't live and therefore could not wrestle. So I think he does well. I think he does well as about as well as he did last year without the whole turning on uh, turning on Ishii, Kazuchika Kazuchika. Ah, um, oh, what's his name? <laughs> um, the trainer at the New Japan Dojo. Ah, him. Yeah. Shibata. Oh, Shibata. Shibata. There we go. Yeah. Without the whole turning on Shibata thing. I think Kenta is is going to do all right, but I can't see. I, I can see him in the final as well. What's your thoughts on his chances, Marcus?
1: Yeah, same thing. Same here. Um, if he if he's uh, done, uh, because you know this, we're not going to get a block B blocker a final of, of Cobb and Kenta. But,
0: oh, um, <laughs> uh, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you just love that? <laughs>
1: like, uh, like, were you guys actively trying to top what you guys did with Evil and Dominion? Uh, but, uh. Yeah, like I said, he's gonna do fine. Obviously, his 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 motivations would be, you know, obviously towards um, something. But he's kind of like I said, he's kind of all over the place um, in in his his motivation. He certainly, I would imagine, his motivation behind whatever Jay White's thinking of. um, So, like I said, we'll see. This this is a super interesting block to watch because you just really don't know. Like we're seeing a lot of guys gonna be fine. we're gonna end up coming out like,
0: wow, like
1: they really let Yoshi Yoshihashi go. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: and and to be fair, Vintage Twenty Twenty. But um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be like you know Kenta Kenta. You know, he's gonna be uh, definitely one to one to watch because he clearly has no crips about having any type of classic match right now. So no, he
0: doesn't. So we'll see what happens there. And the final person of the 20-man field is Evil, who's had quite a good year. And he's yes. a potential winner of this tournament, I guess, really. You can't write him off completely. I don't think he gets there, though. I think it's somebody from Block A. I think it's Carter or it's Jay White, because they've got to bang some heat in there. They have to. And I think Jay White versus NATO would make money. And I think Acada versus NATO makes money at the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. I'm not sure Evil versus NATO does.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting spot he was in. Obviously, you know, he was the biggest news in wrestling coming out of Dominion, and then obviously, you know, um, out of nowhere kind of gamble. And I'm not saying, like, he failed at anything. Um, you know, he is a, in a unique position because this tournament is bringing back a lot of the depth, uh, you know, with the roster. Uh, hmm know even with those oddball names scenarios like the lost break it it it, it, it kind of gives him out of the the, the fray of you know uh, this is the guy you know with the the best the narrative to go with offs. like I say he's going to be extremely motivated because he's going to run directly right into tonight uh again but you know um it's going to be because he's, he's he's really on his own right now I mean even in for the but, you know, you know that, that L.I.J. thing, it was something he absolutely gave up to get what he thought he had, and now he doesn't have it anymore, and it's after, what, like 48 days? Which I'm sure is, is, you know, clearly not the point he wanted to get to. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. If Evil goes through this tournament and he doesn't get any wins, like that, I think that's going to tell you a lot
0: about how things have switched in terms of, the, you know, the narrative. Yeah, certainly. I think it kind of cements. It cements what Bullet Club's going to be like, to be honest, because we don't really know. Yeah. The point was Jay Reed, Jay White was supposed to be the leader, and you've got three big single stars in Bullet Club now, three aces, if you will. Yeah. Now I don't think Kate is ever, Kent is ever going to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship because he is a noah guy, and it's that simple. It sounds daft but he isn't a fully adopted New Japan guy yet, and I don't think the fans would accept him. He is a big star, but he isn't Genichiro Tenryu, is he? Let's be honest. He's not like a massive, all-encompassing name. Yeah. However, Evil is a New Japan guy, and Jay White is a New Japan guy. They will accept either of those two as IWGP heavyweight champion. So who do you go with from Bullet Club? Does it cause a faction split again? There's all sorts of things of questions that you've got to answer with the Bullet Club storyline and see how it develops. Or is it truly one for all, one, all for one and one for all, as they say, the collective uh, together? Um, we'll see. And I think that's the interesting thing. Is it old school Bullet Club? Like yeah. it was like white professed bring back, you know, yeah. that was the, for those of you who don't know the history of Bullet Club, the whole point of Bullet Club was, they were all New Japan guys who used New Japan structures to tear the organization down from the inside. Devitt's a New Japan guy. Carl Anderson is a New Japan guy. Five Fale and Tamatonga are New Japan guys. So that's the that's the thing. They, it may sound like, you know, the the faction is Gaiian, that's the whole point. But it isn't really. It's to do with outsiders and they will accept the homes of outsiders like Kenta uh and like evil because he's an outsider from lij so it's an interesting dick to me but the whole point of bullet club is it's new japan guys trying to run new japan and Kenta doesn't actually fit that mold very well at all so we'll see what happens and that's what makes it interesting isn't it
1: yeah and it's interesting to watch the evolution of that whole bullet club narrative because it, you know to me it's never really um it's been a while since we've seen i don't think since Styles was, was uh, yeah, yeah. The, the faction leader. Have we seen like an overall um, sticking cohesion within the group? Because obviously, you know, the Bucks was in it, and then we, we talked about like just the worst picks of people with, with um, Adam Cole and Cody. Um, <laughs> but there, there, there's, you know, it, it's been so many um, kind of divides in the group now. Like, because uh, obviously, Thomas had his whole thing. Uh, going on, and obviously, you know, I would, I would, you know, assume that Fale is more closely linked with, with the, you know, the Tongans. Yeah. Thing, and then, but you got Jay White, and you got, you know, with Evil uh, now, and like you said, Kenta, you got those, those big, big three. So to me, there's a divide even, even in the group photo, and it's gonna be interesting seeing how that continues to evolve. Like obviously, people still associate with the club, but it's just not the thing it was, and Kenta, like you said, I think it makes a lot of sense that it's kind of evolved, unfortunately, in a way to just show that somebody has effectively flipped off whatever narrative they were going with, as opposed to joining Bullet Club for the for the reasons um, or the family dynamic that uh, that initially grounded the whole thing when Finn
0: started it in the first place. So. Yeah, that's it. I think you you have to have. You look at Jay White. He's a born leader of Bullet Club. He was brought into New Japan by Finn Balor or Prince Devitt and Bad Luck Farley, and Carl Anderson. They were he, he was their guy. He was the guy they put in the dojo. There's a, there's a story there you can tell. Evil coming into Bullet Club doesn't fit. <laughs> there's no. <laughs> it's just it just kind of happens like a. Like a, like a gym gym sock and a gym sock and a shower rod, he's in <laughs> club now. So yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't. It fits because he's the right guy, but he's not quite the right guy. If he yeah. joined Suzuki, Gun, it would actually it would have been better. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. And that that's the kind of the joy of the G1, and all these things will play out starting next Sunday. Now, we obviously will not be showing talking about matches that happen next Sunday. We'll be doing it the Sunday after. So next week's show will be something different and interesting, which I haven't decided yet or have we figured out. We'll get to it by sometime next week. So we'll call it for today's coverage of New Japan Pro Wrestling and the preview of the G1 Climax. I'd like to thank my guest today, Mr. Marcus Green of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the Paradox Kid on Twitter. Anything else you'd like to plug, sir?
1: No, no, no. That's it, man. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it being here and i'm I'm looking forward to uh this i mean hell this is a shortened g1 (laughs) i didn't you know again 2020 man
0: yeah (laughs) no endless tag matches (laughs) two hour shows bang 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 this has actually improved the format (laughs)
1: yeah this is something we've been uh i think um subconsciously calling for for a while now you know god bless the whole true penny crew you know, uh, done, but it is a to do. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, if you want to watch all the tag matches as well, you can do, but don't. Normally, we skip them, but actually, this we might actually be able to watch every match of the G1 this year, just because they're everywhere and it's going to be ace. Ah, uh, thank you very much for listening to me. My name is James Stupidy. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter, um, where you'll find me having arguments with all kinds of people. You can find the show on Twitter at Troopany Show. You can find us on Facebook the Troopany Show and on Patreon the Troopany Show, where you keep us free forever. For everyone, please talk to our partners at powerslam.tv, where you can get a free one if you use the code MULLETWATCH, endorsed by Enrico Barney slightly. Thank you very much for listening to us this week. Take care, and Wrestling Christmas is around the corner. See you soon. Bye!